the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Minnesota officials at this hour holding a press conference talking about the ongoing riots in the aftermath, the killing of an unarmed black man by police. So I would just be very clear to people tonight. What Governor Tim Walz speaking to the press just the moments ago about their precautions for tonight's nights, expected we'll riots. By what they will do tonight. And if you are an innocent bystander going out there tonight, you will be swept up in this. We will do the best. But thinking about the logistics of arresting someone who is in a force, wants to break the line. And what we're talking about is, under the tactics that they use, if we step into a crowd who's someone who threw a Molotov cocktail at us, the minute you do that, they're surrounding those folks. Days after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, people took to the streets in protest in cities nationwide last night, including in downtown Atlanta, where police cars were set ablaze. This is SRN News. This is Gary Borgendale with Salem Media Group Twin Cities. Let us be comforted with these words in Philippians. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Lord, we do pray for our cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Bring peace to our city and stop the chaos. We also continue to pray for Mr. Floyd's family and friends as they grieve his death. Bring peace to our city. In Jesus' name, amen. AM 1280, The Patriot. An ESL teacher is wanted in St. Paul, Minnesota. AM 1280, The Patriot. An ESL teacher is wanted in St. Paul, Minnesota to design, write, and use lesson plans, teach ESL classes to middle school, implement appropriate instructional and learning strategies, activities, materials, and equipment, prepare students for ESL-related competitions and standardized tests, coordinate after-school and or extracurricular activities as assigned, produce formal and informal testing, provide input on book, equipment, and material selection, establish communication rapport with parents, students, principals, and teachers, a master's degree in English or ESL plus a Minnesota State teaching license in ESL is required. We'll work Monday to Friday, 40 hours per week. Send resume to Morato Goose, Minnesota Math and Science Academy, 169 East Jenks Avenue, St. Paul, Minnesota, 55117. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or 
you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Alexa, how do I fix a circuit breaker that keeps tripping? Yeah, that sounds like something to save for the professionals. You need to call Early Bird Electric. Their expertise is troubleshooting and rewires. They're offering a free service call with purchased repair. Get same-day service and a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Early Bird Electric. Call. 612-THE-BIRD. Early Bird Electric. 612-THE-BIRD. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning. Welcome to uh, joining me, Gene Sullivan, here on Where You Live. You know, I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623. Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at extreme exteriors and uh we had uh i don't know about you folks but we had uh, a, a great time uh, this uh, last uh, weekend uh for the uh, long memorial weekend uh, lee uh how was your weekend uh it was very nice uh just got a lot of stuff done around the house that needed to be done okay so it was kind of a work weekend yeah. i i was uh surprised i was thinking it was going to rain a lot more, but it just kept pushing back and yeah. pushing back. We had uh, one day where uh, my wife and I had uh, our uh, one of our kids and some grandkids uh, on a pontoon boat. And uh, I don't know about you, Lee, but when I was a kid, it got to be school was done and it got to be uh, to uh, Memorial Weekend. That meant, in my mind, the beginning of summer and it didn't matter what the temperature was. I was jumping in a lake. I'm with you on swimming. that. I'm with yes. you on that. I am not there now, though. I am tell you. I, <laughs> the only people in the lake were smaller kids. And uh, and uh, God bless them for, <laughs> for that. But I'll wait till it gets a little bit warmer. I hear you. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, we have uh, got a uh, great show for you. We've got uh, a, a lot to cover. You know, the last... Uh, number of weeks, um, you all have been so good in uh, sending uh, a number of questions uh, in uh, that uh, you've wanted us to address. And um, with everything else that we've been covering on the show, we weren't able to get uh, a number of them in. But I would like to just carve out a special time. And uh, the person who's going to be with me and uh, taking uh, a look at all of these questions, of course, is a great friend of the show, uh, attorney Dan Greenstein. Dan, welcome back. Thank you, Gene. Glad to be here. Yeah, did do you have a, a nice uh, Memorial weekend? Uh, you you've got a you've got a hog. Were you out uh, on the road? Well, I I washed the hog and then I decided I needed to take a nap. And oh. <laughs> by the time my nap was over, it was raining. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I, there'll be plenty, uh, plenty of other time. But you, this is not your uh, first time. You, you go out uh, 
you've been out uh, before this uh, anyway, haven't you? For oh, sure. Uh, as soon as the the ice and the sand is off the roads, that's the time to get out there. And I okay. will say, with everyone working from home because of COVID, the roads have been far less crowded, which makes it much more enjoyable. Always a lot nicer for someone on a motorcycle because uh, not always uh, not always seen. I, I guess exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, Dan, thanks for uh, being with me. Uh, we've got uh, a number of questions uh, from listeners. And uh, let me begin uh, with the first one. Question one comes from Yvonne M. And she says, we were scheduled to hold our annual meeting on June 1st. Our bylaws of 1986 make no allowances for an annual meeting by electronic means. We have interpreted that to mean we must wait until the governor allows gatherings of more than 10 to hold our annual meeting and elections. Are we correct in that assumption? Does membership of the current board stay in effect until we are allowed to hold the membership meeting for voting to take place and ballots to be cast. Uh, late notice, but hoping to hear your answer Saturday. Thank you for your consideration, Yvonne. Well, uh, Dan, uh, is it possible for uh, a uh, number of homeowner associations, uh, even during this time of uh, the governor's executive orders, to be able to meet electronically, even for an annual meeting? Well, Ivana, first of all, I'm glad you are asking those questions because they are coming up very frequently here at the beginning of summer. And a lot of associations schedule their annual meetings for early summer. Um, the first answer I want to give you is that you are correct. The current board stays in effect until you have a membership vote. Uh, or they resign. So you you have board members, you have directors who are continuing to serve on the board, and that allows the association to continue operating. Um, your bylaws are old, and that, that's a bit unfortunate. There is the statute that you were formed under was the Minnesota Nonprofit Corporations Act, and this is 317A of the Minnesota statutes. And this statute allows you to hold votes by mail or by electronic means. So what a lot of associations in your position are doing is they're actually postponing the annual meeting. However, they are holding elections of the new board members by a mail or email ballot which your association would likely be able to do. Are you seeing a lot of that happening, Gene? Uh, I'm, I am. Uh, and uh, let, let's face it, for the most part, with most associations, when it comes to elections, most HOAs still are uh, hard put to try and find enough people interested in filling the available seats let alone exactly. there being a real, uh, you know, uh, runoff election here. So uh, it's probably something to do by mail, I think, uh, could be easily handled by uh, uh, a number of uh, HOAs. Right. And I would say this. I think out of the annual meeting, one of the most important or primary uh, agenda items is the election of the new board. The other information that's conveyed from the board to the membership can easily be distributed by mail or by email with a period of questions uh, to follow up on, on that information. Or alternatively, you can simply postpone the rest of the meeting until uh, the governor allows gatherings to take place or it's safe to take place. Yeah. Dan, let me ask you uh, this. Uh, one thing we don't know with Yvonne's uh, Homeowners Association is whether or not it is a condominium or a townhome. Uh, the date is important, but if it were a condominium, 
uh, that would also be another important factor, too, wouldn't it? You raise a good point. Uh, if it were a condominium, it would automatically be subject to our new common interest ownership statute, which is 515B. And 515B authorizes the electronic transmission of uh, association information. And basically nowadays, electronic means email. We may have future electronic means, but for today, I think we're talking about email. And it allows those types, uh, that type of interaction among not only the board members when they need to put together a writing for the board, but also the members. So, for example, uh, depending on how large of an association this is, if it's relatively small, they could have a writing uh, in lieu of a meeting, which would elect the board members and possibly even handle the other affairs for the annual meeting. But typically what I'm finding is people still like to get together when it comes to the annual meeting. And I'm seeing most associations simply postpone what they can't handle by mail or or email ballots. How how about in the case, we've had uh, some people say, well, you know, the governing documents um, were were pre-MCIWA now uh, of Mm -hmm. 1994 for being uh, uh, considered – in and so they said our governing documents are very specific with a very specific date like the first saturday of may and right. uh, that the, the meeting must be held and we know that that is the case well if you came to the first weekend of may they were unable to do it some people are saying can we have the election anyway or uh, are we uh, in trouble um, is it an un, uh, illegal il- election? Uh, how do people handle that? Well, I think for the most part, the, the best practice is if you miss a specific dead date that's in your governing documents, uh, the, the next best thing to do is schedule it as soon as you can, uh, weather and covid uh, taken into account. Mm-hmm. So in other words, there, there, there's really no harm and no foul if you properly hold your annual meeting, but you miss the date that's yeah. set out in your documents. And, and realistically, uh, unless uh, there is someone, because like we said uh, earlier, there was a, uh, uh, a contested uh, election because uh, there were some people pushing to get some people on the board that didn't. Sure. Most uh, most people, even though they may say, hey, you didn't do it properly, there's not much that they're going to do. It's uh, maybe it's not the best, but people are, are, are working and, and and trying to do their best in this situation. That's right. Let, I mean, let's let's remember, this is not a for profit corporation. This is a nonprofit homeowner association run by volunteers who give their time and energy to make things work right. And I don't think there's risk at all of being penalized because right. because you missed your annual meeting date because of COVID. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Uh, folks, um, we are with Attorney Dan Greenstein. What we're trying to do is go through all the uh, emails that have been sent to us over the last uh, few weeks to get them answered for you. But we're going to take a break right now. Don't go away. A lot more of Where You Live with my uh, guest, Attorney Dan Greenstein, here on 1280, back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene? 
who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope Comes Home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Hey, welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we get back to uh, my uh, guest today, Attorney Dan Greenstein, we're answering listener questions. Uh, it is time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit CAI-MN.com to learn more. That's CAI-MN.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly managers luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at CAI-MN.com and select Membership. Uh, say, Dan, uh, with our last question with uh, Yvonne, there was one other thing that uh, w- went uh, across my mind when I, I heard her use uh, the phrase she said uh, in her instance. She said, 
that she and others on the board, she said, we interpret it to mean. And I just thought it might be always uh, just a, a good uh, policy to let people know if a board member uh, or board members find themselves in doubt, they don't have to continue to keep uh, arguing uh, about uh, <laughs> what it says. They should get an attorney's opinion. Can you talk a little bit about why that is such that would be good advice and why that uh, would uh, help uh, keep them on the straight and narrow? Yes. Well, you know, you have a duty when you serve on a board to take things very seriously. You know, the law talks about acting in a prudent manner like uh, uh, another person would do under the same or similar circumstances. So that is your duty. And when you act as a director, your duty is to make sure you're doing it right. And, you know, we're volunteer board members don't have the experience or the training to always know what the interpretation is or where to look for the right answer. And it's it's really important. And I know everyone hates spending money on attorneys, which I understand. Um, but when you serve on the board, you've got a duty to make sure you do the right thing. And this is the type of issue where people don't, we haven't been through this before. So even if you had a very experienced property manager and you went to the property manager for help, that manager hasn't been through this before either. So in these kind of situations, you need to make sure you're using all of the professionals that are available to you to help you make the right decision. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, and one of the things that comes to, to my mind is that, uh, of course, as a property manager professional, we're considered a fiduciary. Uh, we have a responsibility. We're, we are an agent. We're stepping in the shoes of uh, clients and trying to act in their best interest. The board is a fiduciary as well. And uh, when they, uh, when they are not acting outside of their uh, scope of duties and their uh, expertise and go to someone else, they are also uh, helping to uh, ensure, especially if there is any litigation that uh, they're going to uh, come out in a, uh, with a better outcome because They've relied on the, uh, the the knowledge of a professional. Exactly. And, you know, what's, what, what I've always found interesting is that in Minnesota statutes uh, that govern common interest communities, it says specifically in there the board has the right and the authority to rely on other professionals in when they make their decisions. And I thought it was interesting only because it had to be put in writing in the statute in, in my <laughs> mind well wouldn't you normally do that anyway <laughs> yes yes uh but uh yeah uh, anymore i guess uh it seems like we have to spell it out more and more right right <laughs> okay well hey let's get on dan to uh question number two this one is from lloyd m from minneapolis and he said uh Good morning. He said, I have a question regarding uh, condominium associations in Chapter 515, or specifically Section 515.2, Section of Minnesota Statutes, and whether association members have access to the detailed records that support certain operational expenses. He said, now, for example, if the association paid or experienced $5,000 in internal maintenance expenses in any one given month, do members have the right to know which vendors made up that total amount in that month? And now he goes on and quotes uh, 515.20, Concerning records of receipts and expenses, he says the manager or board of directors, as the case may be, shall keep detailed, accurate records in chronological order 
of the receipts and expenditures affecting the common areas and facilities. And it, it goes on. It says such records and the vouchers authorizing the payments shall be available for examination by the uh, owner at convenient hours of weekdays. And it's, uh, said, he said, thank you, Lloyd M. from Minneapolis. Uh, Dan, again, we need to know some more information about the uh, creation of his community, what type and when yes. it was uh, created, before we can uh, answer this, because he's quoting 515. And can talk to our listeners a little bit about the difference between 515, 515A, and 515B. Right. Well, I was going to say... Uh, uh, Lloyd is referencing some old documents, probably from the 1980s or even the 1970s, because Minnesota has completely rewritten its statutes regarding condominiums twice since uh, 515 was the effective statute for condominiums. But even regardless of that, um, if we look at the new statute, which automatically will apply to this condominium, 515B, it has a very similar provisions. And the bottom line with this kind of uh, provision is for transparency. And what the new statute says, and I think it says it a little bit better than the 515B statute, is that all of the financial documents and correspondence and memoranda relating to the association and their operations, except those that form the basis for closing a, a board meeting. So all of the financial documents uh, that are used by the association, except during a closed meeting, are, um, are available for the ownership to review and get copies of. So in specifically trying to answer Lloyd's question, uh, he's talking about the vendors that were paid and the maintenance, maintenance expenses for a given month. Yes, absolutely. All of the owners or members in the association will have the right to review those documents. Yeah. Now, one thing, if I could just uh, add in, because I was just uh, thinking, we're, of course, as a management company, uh, always asked at, at different times uh, by uh, different members for uh, HOAs where they live for some of the information. Now, so we ask them to try and uh, first put it in writing so we can kind of call all that information together specifically. Let them take a look at it, set up an appointment to look at, the, uh, at that information in the office. And then they can, of course, uh, get copies. Um, and uh, pay a, a copy charge of uh, 15 cents per page at our office uh, to to uh, take things home. One thing that is an important document when it comes to the financials that people have to be careful with, the general journal. The general journal is going to have the, uh, the list of uh, the breakdown of how many different companies in one line item were used and how much was paid. So the question that he was asking could be found in the general journal, but mm -hmm. a management company or an association would have to be careful not to just give the entire general journal away because there also is in there all the details of who paid how much yes. and when, and that's private information. So um, there's got to be some thought uh, wouldn't you agree? I agree with you, Gene. In fact, you know, the statute that we were just talking about, which for Lloyd is 515B.3-118, uh, the statute says this transparency does not apply to the information that was the basis for closing a board meeting. And typically board meetings are closed for three areas. One is personnel matters and staff matters. Okay. The second is potential or pending criminal matters revolving uh, around the association. Okay. And the third and the relevant one are um, pending or potential civil 
matters, civil litigation. Okay. When you have delinquent homeowners and you take action like fining them or taking other collection action, all of that needs to be done in a closed meeting and the minutes are not distributed yeah. to the membership. So okay. well, those, that some... information needs to remain confidential. Yeah. Uh, some great uh, information. Um, there's more that I want to ask you, Dan, specifically about uh, Lloyd's question. But looking at the clock, I've got to take another break. So let's do that right now. Don't go away. My guest, Dan Greenstein, will be back here on AM 1280 The Patriot after these messages. AM 1280 The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers setting the standard in association management that's new concepts their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care this dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners your association may be looking for help with administration consulting financials public relations or vendor management with over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500 or online at newconceptsgroup.com, newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. You can't take a shower in a parakeet cage. But you can be happy if you mind to. All you got to do is put your mind to it. Knuckle down, buckle down. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, Our focus today is uh, listener questions. Uh, My guest, Dan Greenstein. Before uh, we go uh, further into uh, Lloyd's question from Minneapolis, I want to let you all know, that if you have a question that you'd like to have answered on the show uh, about your uh, situation, your HOA, all you need to do is go to our website, www.newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find a lot of great resources for you. One will be my contact information uh, so that uh, you can uh, 
send uh, your uh, information uh, by email uh, or uh, leave a, a voice message uh, for me to call you back. Um, you're also going to find other great resources there. If you're a self-managed association, we have over 55 categories of uh, different vendors, business partners who provide services to homeowner associations. A lot of great people who have been tried, tested, and true. Uh, you can go there. Plus, we've got over 30 webinars on uh, how to run an association, what to remember, what is good governance, what does that look like, that and so much more. www.newconceptsgroup.com. Well, want to welcome back uh, Dan Greenstein. Dan, we're talking about uh, Lloyd from Minneapolis, and he was asking about uh, records uh, specifically. He wanted to know uh, in his association in one month, $5,000 was spent in one line item category. He wanted to know, is there a right that he has as a homeowner to be able to uh, know what that breakdown is, who it was uh, that was used, how much uh, per person that made up uh, that item. And you were beginning to tell us a little bit about what the Minnesota state statute says in regards to uh, information. And you went through uh, the list of what people can ask for. Uh, what you were just beginning to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that are uh, that there is an exception for and a good reason for. Uh, go ahead and explain. So the, there's three broad areas where the board should and has the authority to close their meeting and not allow anyone but the directors to be present. And those three areas are um, dealing with, with staff and employees and salaries and the like, dealing with uh, potential or threatening criminal activities that pertain to the association. And the third one, which is probably the broadest, is any potential or pending civil litigation matters. And that can be any type of collection action. It can be an action where you're trying to obtain consent from different owners. You're trying to put into place um, any, uh, a provision. Uh, let's say you've got owners who are harassing neighbors or something. You may want to apply to the courts for a harassment restraining order. That is civil litigation. Yeah. And so it's a very broad category, and it includes the information discussed by the board when you have a delinquent homeowner and the board is needing to take some kind of collection action to collect from that homeowner. Now, one question uh, I think a number of people probably have as they hear you talk about all of this, and that is, okay, there are some things uh, while you're going through what you're talking about are instances where things are kind of sensitive, and so uh, there needs to be more discretion used as uh, the board comes to a decision. But once the board has come to a decision, what obligation do they have in uh, letting and releasing some of that information and knowledge out to homeowners? Okay, good question. If the information and decision was made at an open meeting where homeowners besides the board of directors were present, then that information is subject to review. It's transparent. And the ownership of the association is entitled to review it or obtain a copy of it. Mm -hmm. However, if the information and decision made by the board of directors was done at a closed meeting for one of the three categories that we we just talked about, then that information, as well as the decision, is deemed to be confidential. It's written up in minutes, but those minutes cannot be distributed to the ownership. They are okay. kept in a super secret lot file. And they're only there in the future for other directors that have a reasonable okay. reason to inspect them in the future. Okay. Is it, uh, would it be okay for an association? So let's say they are, we're dealing with a, an example of 
a lawn contractor and they're looking at litigation. Of course, it goes into executive session, a closed uh, meeting, and they uh, and uh, they uh, decide to uh, to go ahead and litigate. That's going to be public knowledge soon as they set a court date, right? Uh, so yes. it would be okay and probably prudent for the association not to share any details, but to say. Uh, in a closed session, the association um, has decided to move forward in uh, litigation uh, with our current contractor. With the vendor, yes. And that yeah. is correct. And there's another reason for that as well, which is if the association board is deciding to litigate, they're more than likely meeting or doing taking this action on the advice of their legal counsel. And right. in order to protect the privilege of uh, client confidentiality, no one can be uh, in the room other than the board and the attorney. If one other owner happened to sit in on that meeting, then that destroys any confidentiality of the information, which is not a good thing. Right. That's a a very, very good point. Uh, The the only point I was making was I I was thinking that – Sometimes uh, it's uh, I think of the old uh, adage that uh, in uh, in science, nature abhors a vacuum. Uh, that's yes. uh, certainly true in yes. an HOA. People begin to start making up in their own mind uh, what something is all about. And I got to tell you, it's much better if the board says um, to uh, in the next meeting minutes, uh, we ex- we met in. Uh, executive meeting about uh, potential litigation with uh, this uh, this uh, vendor. That's better than say it's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are so right. <laughs> so so a, a little bit, but yeah, okay, good. Um, I uh, want to uh, also ask you. Uh, I think there's something that Lloyd was asking here uh, that he was implying, and that is there an obligation? Uh, that the board has to share the decisions that they can in real time. Uh, does oh, it have to be immediate? Does it have to be it immediate? Okay. No, there's there's no obligation for the decisions to be immediate. Now, most decisions, of course, will be made at an open meeting, and therefore it's not going to be a secret. Closed meeting minutes uh, are never distributed to the ownership, um, and it's just a matter of the responsibility of the yeah. board to inform the owners in a timely manner so okay. they can know what's going on and fill up that void. So let's talk about what that is, what uh, what that looks like, the expectation of a timely manner. Uh, is it... Uh, is it uh, within a week after the board meeting that uh, the minutes are typed up and they're out to everybody? Or is it uh, wait till uh, the very next month where the board gets to vote, approve those meeting minutes, and then after that post it uh, for homeowners to review? I would, I would say, Gene, that that decision is up to the board of directors. Um, I can't think of an overall statement that would cover every situation. There's obviously going to be some very time critical information from time to time the board will need to distribute without waiting till the next meeting. Uh, However, if it's, you know, business as usual type of information, there's probably really no reason to uh, put out an extra uh, mailer or information sheet uh, and, and instead simply wait till the next board meeting and include it in approved minutes. Sure. Okay. So if, if that is the uh, board's uh, MO and how they operate, that's okay. And that would be considered uh, uh, in a timely fashion if they said, Hey, it we want to wait till. Okay. Um, one last thing too. Um, uh, there is another special reporting uh, that is required by uh, Minnesota statute on an annual basis when it comes to an annual meeting. Do you want to touch base with that for our listeners for just a moment? Well, the statutes basically say in order to promote transparency and keep the association on its toes and running right, 
that at least once a year at the annual meeting, the board of directors is responsible to distribute uh, financial information concerning the operations of the association that year. And this is something that that is in the statutes. It doesn't even have to be in the uh, governing documents of the association, although it often is. And this is information like how much money is in the reserves? Is there anybody suing us? Um, what, uh, What shortages, if any, do we have in our budgets? Those kind of basic things. Have we spent over $5,000 on any one improvement or series of improvements. Right. Uh, it's mostly financial information, um, but there's also typically reports from different officers. For example, typically the treasurer will give an overall summary mm-hmm. of the finances. Sometimes the president or vice president will give a summary of different projects that are being undertaken for the association. So, the annual meeting is kind of a catch-up on what's going on. Let's bring everyone up to speed. And, yes, we distribute minutes all the time, and we distribute information all the time. But at the annual meeting, it, it's a time for everyone who's interested to get caught up on what's happened and to know where the association is headed in the future. That's great information. We are going to take one last break, folks, but don't go away. We still have Dan with us. We've got one more question to go here on where you live. We'll be back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. American pressure. Spray it. Don't say it. During these constantly changing times, American Pressure is here for you. From service on your pressure washer to new hoses, guns, wands, and accessories, or complete equipment, we are open for business. One product I want to bring to your attention today that we offer is Vital Oxide. It's a disinfectant with many wonderful government certifications. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442 to find out more. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. More than 2,000 
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live, Gene Sullivan, with my guest, uh, Attorney Dan Greenstein. Uh, he's been uh, helping uh, to answer uh, listener questions. We've got one more to fit in in the last few minutes of our show, so we don't have time for property management in the news. So question number three uh, will be sponsored uh, by... Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove. He provides insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will at Country Financial, 763-416-5131. Dan, last question. Karen from Woodbury writes, Good morning. I really appreciate getting to listen to you most Saturday mornings. I live in a townhouse, townhome association in Woodbury. Recently, I received a letter from the HOA notifying me of a large, more than 10% increase in my monthly dues. This is an outrage to, sub, to subject people to this type of nonsense during the health and financial crisis in the world. I was unable to find anything in current legislation covering HOA payment increases similar to like a rent uh, increase cap. Is there anything that can be done to prevent this increase? Is there anything you can do to help shine a light on this? Wow. Uh, Karen, it sounds like she's in a bit of a distress over her HOA seemingly raising their assessments more than 10% in the year. And I will tell her there is nothing in the statute that will limit the board's authority to increase their assessments during the year. However, you will find in most declarations, not all, but in most, the declaration will put a cap on how much a board can raise raise or increase the annual assessments from one year to the next without a vote. And um, Karen mentioned 10, more than 10%. 10% is usually uh, a, a cutoff where the board can raise the assessments 9.99% yeah. on its own without a vote of the members. But if they want to go above 10%, they need the vote of the members. Now, what Karen needs to do is take a look at her declaration and see if there is a ceiling or a cap on the board's ability to increase the assessments uh, to any amount they think appropriate, more than 10%, without a vote of the homeowners. Okay. Um, Not necessarily, but most likely there is some uh, something uh, written that would uh, give some indication. I, I think there should be an answer. Uh, to her question in the declaration, although, again, we don't know how old of an association this is, but Woodbury is a, you know, fairly new, lively suburb with a lot of building being done in the last 10 years. So hopefully she's uh, she's in has the newer drafted declarations. I I will say to her, she's outraged that people have to do this, uh, given the the COVID pandemic, but I will tell her that she may want to speak with her board about why the raises uh, are coming now. Is there something that has to be done that, that the association is short on money for is, is it something that is needed to protect the market value of the overall community? Um, typically board members are, they pay assessments too. And typically yes. they don't appreciate large increases in the assessments unless that money is necessary for a given project. Yeah. So, well, Dan, I thank you. Yes. Uh, Dan, we're out of time. Thanks uh, for joining us uh, today on uh, Where You Live. Appreciate it as always. Thank you, Gene. Be well, everyone. 
Okay, thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. See you here next The following week. is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. AM 